You are listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, a Canadian guide to building dependable wealth. Join your hosts, Richard Canfield and Jason Lowe, as they unlock the secrets to creating financial peace of mind in an uncertain world. Discover the strategies and mindsets to a financial future that you can bank on. So how exactly do you go about making a tremendous impact in the world? How do you maximize the way that you give and you give intentionally with the most amount of value to the most amount of people that deserve it? We're going to talk about leaving a charitable impact today. And we're joined by John Bromley, who's a CEO and founder of Charitable Impact. He grew up with charity at the core of his family values, and he started a career in corporate finance. Now, he worked with some big name companies, of course. And then later on, he went to work with his father, Blake Bromley. And he's been recognized the need of having more access, more effective mechanism of giving to charities across the world. With that in mind, he decided to launch Charitable Impact. So it has an incredible mission. We're going to hear all about today from John, exactly how we can leave a bigger impact in the world. We all want to give. Sometimes we just don't know how. And John's going to share with us how he's put a structure together that allows Canadians coast to coast to be able to give in the areas that they want and makes it simple and easy. John, we're excited to have you on Wealth of Basery today. Thanks so much for having me and for spending some time on, you know, what I think is an important topic, you know, certainly to me, but also to a lot of Canadians. So really glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, it's super great to have you, John. And, you know, we always, uh, we would encourage viewers and listeners, just, just think about, think about a time in your life, whether past or present, where you've, you've given whether it's you've given your time, your talent, your energy, your money to, to a cause or to an individual or to a family or to a community organization and think about how that made you feel. And just that sense of fulfillment and that deeper sense of gratitude, which is a state that everyone should be in as often as possible. And I find that giving just triggers that. It triggers that that deeper sense of gratitude and fulfillment. And John, walk us through, like what inspired you to create this organization? I think what inspired me the most was the recognition that there's really no objective sort of neutral place that works exclusively for the donor, regardless of how much money you have to give away, regardless of what causes you care about, you know, or what ultimate charities you choose to support. So what I think is really important. And so, you know, and that kind of sounds like a bank, right? Like, you know, my, you know, the banks I work, don't tell me what house to buy, what clothes to buy. You know, they give me lots of tips and support along the way, and they provide me tools to, to make those decisions and to, you know, be organized about, about things. So, so what, what inspired me to do that was that lacking in the marketplace, particularly for the average Canadian, you know, who, who, who who's not dropping like million dollar donations every year, right? People who are, who are giving several hundred, several thousand dollars away a year, no one really to support them to make their experience with giving as, 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 as good as possible. That, uh, you know, it just reminds me of, and Rich, you'll uh, be familiar with this and perhaps even yourself as well, John, Joe Polish, who founded the, the Genius Network, he often says that life gives to the giver and takes from the taker. And so can you expand a little bit on the experience that a donor would have on your platform? And maybe contrast that with, you know, what, what you see most commonly that led you to creating it. Say, listen, I want to make this experience so much easier, so much more gratifying. Walk us through that. Well, first, if I can comment on, on your, on your quote there, which I, which I love, I mean, so we have three beliefs at Charitable Impact. And the first is that everyone, like 
each one of us has something that we care about creating change for in the world, right? And the second belief is that we all have something to give towards creating that change, right? Whether that's our time, our talents, or, or, the, or our treasure, right? the, the money that we, that we have. The last thing we, we believe is that when you give, you get something in return, right? So that's not meant to be when you make a donation, you get a t-shirt and, you know, you know necessarily, right? What it, what, it, what it really means is, and it's also not meant to be you need to make a donation, you get a tax receipt, although you do when you give to a registered charity in Canada. What it really means is that like, there's something in it for us. There's a personal mission to be fulfilled that we all have in life and giving is a part of expressing that. And so I really do believe that, you know, when you give, you get something in return. Giving makes us better as people as much, much as it, it helps the, the, the organizations and the causes that we choose to support. Yeah, it's okay. a win-win. So, so it's a win-win. So in that regard, you know, how, how, you know, where do you go to learn about giving, right? Where do you go to get the tools and support? Generally speaking, that's what's missing in Canada. And so this is why we started Charitable Impact. So we act a lot like a charity bank. What that means is you come to charity to Charitable Impact and you can sign up super easily, super quickly. It's all web-based okay. or a giving account. It's, it's charity nerds out there might recognize it as a donor advised fund. That's what it's called. But think about it like a bank account just for giving. So you get this account, it's, it's yours. You put your money into it. And at that point is when you've made the, the charitable donation. So you get the tax receipt immediately. Now it's all stored in your account for you. So you don't have to worry about, you know, you know, finding them in your email, come tax time, et cetera. And we can come back to it, but it's really important that people take the tax receipt and use it, right? right? And not to moralize too much about it because it's, the income tax actually allows it and it lets your giving be cheaper. So either you've got more money for other things or you've got, or you can give more away. That's the key. Your tax receipts is important, right? So, so we make that easy. And then that money sits there and every single registered charity in the country is on our list and you can find it. You can search for them. You can find them. You can learn a little bit about them. And then here's the key, I think. When you're ready, when you feel comfortable or confident in, the, in how you want to allocate that money, you go ahead and choose that charity, send them the money, choose whether you want to be anonymous or if you want to share your name with them, all the details along the way, and then it's done. So what's really important about the giving account, you know, is the confidence that it can bring the time and space that it gives you between your commitment to being a donor, giving some money away, call it hundred bucks a month, whatever you're prepared to commit to. And then taking this time, time and space you need to feel really good about how you spend that money, what charities you choose, why, when, and how you interact with them. When donors feel more comfortable and confident with giving, they do it more. It's the same with cooking. It's the same with playing hockey. It's the same with you know, anything in life, the more comfortable and confident we feel in our experience with it, the more likely we are to sustain, you know, doing it. And that's what's most important. Oh, that's so true. I, I'll, I'll add to what you shared as uh, hopefully a source of inspiration for other listeners and viewers, especially those who, who own and operate as small, medium-sized companies, the backbone of our Canadian economy. One of the things that we do in our organization is we, we have a profit sharing program, but the construct of that program is what we believe to be quite unique. So once a quarter, you look inside that profit sharing pool and we take half of that pool and we distribute that to eligible team members. And then our team decides how to donate the remaining 
0.5%, of that profit pool. And so we see charitable impact as an opportunity for us as an organization to be able to say, not only is this simple in terms of creating this, this account and, and getting the money in there, but we also get to go through that list and decide as a team, where do we want that money going? And as a leader, I purposefully remove myself from that decision-making process because I, I don't want to be persuasive. I don't want to influence or, or steer where that money goes, but the reaction from team members is so gratifying to see in when you ask, how does that make you feel? Amazing, fulfilled, joyful, like the reactions that we get are incredible. And so for viewers and listeners, if you're looking for a very simple way to go about this and create that culture of giving, which also translates into outside of the work environment as well. I promise you it does. Then charitable impact is the platform of choice. And the way you just described the simplicity of it, gosh, there's nothing holding someone back from, you know, putting that into place. And hopefully we've inspired a few business owners here to maybe embrace a model that's somewhat similar to what we do. It's obviously been simple enough that you've been able to, through the efforts of the organization, John, you've been able to give over $1.1 billion worth of capital to deserve charities through the platform. That's an incredible, commendable feat that, I mean, just as a listener, just consider $1.1 billion being provided voluntarily given through one mechanism that made it easy to deserve it at charities all across this great nation. Well, thanks for saying that. And we're really proud of, of, a, of a, you know, climbing over the, 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 the $1 billion mark. What it really is a testament to, I think, is two things. First of all, we've got a really great team of committed people at Charitable Impact, right? People who, who choose to, to, to work in the sector, you know, learn about charity and bring their own skill set to the table, right? Designers, engineers, you know, customer service people, philanthropic advisors, you know. So we're really proud of the team. We've got a real great group of people. This, the second thing is like, who gave the money away, right? This is the, that 1.1, almost 1.2 now billion dollars has been given away by tens of thousands of different Canadian individuals and businesses, right? So we're just the tool, like not to, not to just to take us away out of it, right? But we're providing yeah. the tool, right? And what's really important is, is making it easy so that people feel more comfortable and confident, you know, in their giving journey. So that you remove kind of, if we can use the sales objection word, if you, you remove all the objections, you remove all the excuses people throw out about giving, many of which are, are real and concerning, right? And sometimes they're real and sometimes they're perceived because, you know, charity literacy isn't super high in Canada, right? right? We've got a lot of generosity, but there's not really anywhere to go to learn about giving, right? So we, we don't necessarily know all the ins and outs and if we don't practice it, you know, we're not going to get any better at it. So so it's really a testament to the, the, the Canadians who take, you know, charitable giving seriously enough to, to, to continue to participate and, and we work for them. That's our, uh, that's who we get out of bed in the morning every day to work for. And it doesn't matter how much money you give, right? Our biggest accounts have north of 50, you know, $60 million in them and they hold complicated assets. Like they can hold real estate, you know, private company shares, publicly traded securities. 
right? We can deal in crypto. We don't let you invest crypto, but we, we, you can donate crypto, you know, and, but then, you know, here I am, I, I've got a 10 and 11 year old, you know, two, two, two kids and both of them have donor advised funds and they don't even make money. So they don't donate their own money. But like the way you talked about your business, my wife and I put money into our own donor advised fund and then we send it to $10 a month to, 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 to the donor advised funds that our two kids have through a fully automated process, right? We call the charity allowance and, and, and our kids are getting involved, right? So what's culturally important about that, that's true to who we are at Charitable Impact is that giving's for everybody. Yeah. It's not just for wealthy people, right? Wealthy people can give more. Oftentimes, depending on how busy they are, they have less time, right? Some people have more time to give, less money to give. That's all cool, but giving's for everyone. And at Charitable Impact, we just want to make it the best experience possible for you to be a donor and to get better over time at doing it. That's so great. And is there, you know, just from a, if you're dealing with a foundation, for example, can the foundation itself create the account? Yeah. Anybody can create an account, an okay. individual, a corporation, or even, even a, a foundation. Now, what a donor advised fund is for listeners who know what a found, what, what, what a foundation is. And it, well, there's a little charity 101 on this one. Sure. A donor advised fund, which acts like a bank account of charity, that's how you should think about it. It's, it that's one way to say about it. The other way to, to, to describe it is it's like your own personal foundation. Yeah. Right. But if you go into the marketplace, and my background has done a lot of this stuff, but if you, you know, came to me 10 years ago and said, hey, John, can you help me get a foundation registered? Well, if you came to me today, I'd still help you do it. I'd probably try talking to the donor advised fund because I think it's a smarter place to start. And then you can move towards the foundation. But when you create your own foundation, you got to, it's a corporation, you got to register it as a nonprofit, and then you got to file for, for it to gain its charitable status with CRA. You know, it takes about six to 12 months and it costs about ten dollars to $15,000 to get done. Then it's a corporation you've got to maintain every year, right? So really it's only for the 1% of Canadians, not even, right? But it's also a bit of a pain in the butt to, 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 to maintain. However, it's a wonderful tool conceptually because it allows you to be like, this is my vehicle just for forgiving. And I put all of my stuff in here and then I distribute it from there. So I always know how much I gave. I know when I gave it. It's organized. I know where I gave it. I used to give more to the environment. Now I give more towards, you know, healthcare. That's interesting, right? Yeah. But all of that utility, which is very strong in a foundation, actually grows, in my opinion, with a, with a, with a good modern donor advised fund like Charitable Impact. Because not only do you get the, your own account with all that utility, but then you've got like searchability. You can search charities, right? It's all automated. You can go into your iPhone or Android app and make it super easy, right? You can send money to other people for them to give away. I'm going to send you guys some money after this to say like, hey, thanks for the interview. You know, here's 50 bucks each so that you can, you know, you know, so it can become a gift giving tool. Uh, and in that regard, you guys are already doing this at your business, which is, which is brilliant. You're, 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 you're part of the game first of all. So thank you. And you're a bit ahead of the game because you're saying to other people like, look, this is our money that we're, we're dedicating as a business. So you get the tax receipt. There's the financial efficiency for you, but then you're saying you can make decisions on where to distribute it. Totally. That's really important for buy-in, but also for charitable literacy, because when you start thinking about what you're going to give to and why you're actually starting to create, you know, your own sort of awareness of what you care about and why. And then when you start hearing what your friends care about and why, that's cool for two reasons. One is because like, let's hope 
like they're into some cool things too. And you might find some synergy, but you also learn about people. Totally. Yeah. You, you've literally played out exactly what happens at the round table with team members when they're having these conversations to say, Hey, what's going on out there in communities across the country right now where we can be helpful and all the great ideas that come up. But I think that I'll definitely, you know, be connecting with you further just on the foundation front because we're, we're in that realm and we've, we've created that for, for our family. And that is going to, that's going to carry on, you know, for future generations, as well as presently, you know, what we have in the way of planning for, for giving. And so this I see is just a great, great way to bring simplification, tracking, to, to have this really you know, amplify with our children and how, because we've been educating them on, on being givers for as long as they could grasp and conceptually understand, you know, what, what we were describing. And so it's just, uh, it seems like such a great, great platform. I'm, I'm going to create an account and go through that process and, and uh, we're going to do it for the company as well. Like what a great way to simplify the tracking of everything too. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, Thanks for saying that. Just, just on the company topic, you know, if you work for Charitable Impact, I mean, we're charitable too, and, and have a similar mindset on culture to you where we want our team members to choose, you know, their own causes of choice, right? To get them, them, themselves engaged and have their own voice. So we, we, we use an automated matching tool at Charitable Impact. You know, we invite our employees and when they add money to their account, we're notified as the corporation and we match their donation. Oh, I love case, that. In our case, we choose to match up to $100 a month. We, we, we also let them submit hours that they've volunteered. And then we give them $10 a month or $10 an hour up to a maximum of a uh, hundred. I think I'm getting our policy right, you know, to, to do that too. So, so really, you know, it's not difficult anymore. It, it has been in the past with good tools. It's not difficult anymore to start developing a culture of giving inside whatever community you're in, whether, you know, that's your family, right. Or whether that's your workplace or whether that's your, your school or your book club, right. Or maybe it's not a community, but even just you yourself. Right. And again, that's our real mission at charitable impact. We want to increase access to and participation in giving. And we've chosen to do that by being really focused on what we're good at, which is knowing how to help people navigate the charitable sector. And what we've learned over time is that because the fundraising, all the charities that fundraise, and there's lots of good people who do that work. There's lots of them though. What there isn't very much of or none of is someone who works exclusively for the donor, regardless of what charities they choose. And that's, that's where we placed charitable impact and why we did it because there's, there's nowhere for people to go to get support for their giving, regardless of what it is. But there's plenty of places to go and get offered an opportunity to give your money away. Yeah. Love that. I love the idea of, you know, again, tracking some of that volunteer time as well, and that you've built some mechanisms to kind of make that that happen. And you did indicate it earlier, John, that all the registered charities presently, I think, in, in the country are kind of on the platform. So if a new charity gets listed or a foundation or something wants to be on the platform, do they... Do they need to come and seek somebody at Charitable Impact to do that? Or is there an automated way in the back end that you kind of can pull them into the, the, the database automatically? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, so yes, we, there's an automated way, you know, we, we go to charities directorate at, at the Canada revenue agency, you know, a couple of times a month we say, Hey, send me us, <laughs> they don't send it to me, <laughs> send us your list. Right. We have a team that takes that, gets that information in the database here. Like that's a, that's a great question, by the way. So, so two, two things that come out of that, like, first of all, just to keep people's lives simple. Like if you're, you know, if you're a donor, don't spend your time, you know, looking at the CRA site to see which new charities, you know, come on board, you know, let an automated process, like, you know, spend your time thinking about what you care about changing the world and how much money you're going to give away and how you're going to use your time to create change. That's what, that's my advice. If you're any sane human, don't spend much time on the CRA's website. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And also, and and the real point is spend the time where you're uniquely positioned as an individual to add value right on, on thinking about what you care about and why. So, but, so, but there's a little service we, we, we provide a charitable deck. Now, the second thing that's a little less obvious that's behind your question is that when you use an organization like charitable impact, you can't ever give, it's not possible to give to a non-registered charity, yeah. right? So, so, so whether it's a good charity or a bad charity, I mean, who even knows how to answer those questions like that, 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 you know, there's some obvious things that make maybe make some charities bad and some things that make charities good. But generally speaking, that's up to the individual, right? So we won't tell you what's a good charity and what's a bad charity because we don't necessarily know and you might not agree with us. But what right. we do do is we guarantee 100% that every charity that's on the list is, a, is an authentically true registered charity. And as a result, you know, you can't ever send money to a charity that's not a charity, right? So think about you know, a bit of an older school experience, you know, someone comes knocking on your door and they're, and they're, they're asking for money. Okay. That's important stuff, by the way. But as the donor, how do you know that they're truly authentic and that the money's going to get there? Right. Yeah. In a system like, so what I do, by the way, there's 10 of my kids on doing is say, hello, thank you. You know, let's listen to what they've got to say. Let's hear the spiel, but then we'll take the document and we won't make a donation at the door. We'll go into our own conversation log into the, you know, into our impact account, right? With charitable impact, Ch- check out the charity. If it's there, then we'll decide to give to them. And if they're not there, you know, few, right. Or, you know, maybe yeah. it's more complicated. They're a nonprofit or something like that. Oh, that's so good. So good. And I just pulled up the website cause I'm, that's going to remind me to create, to create the account <laughs> once, once we're done here, I was really looking forward to this this interview today just to kind of get better educated on you know, the platform. Right, here's my, here's my disruption. I'm really sorry. Yeah, no worries. I need nope. to add this out. Okay. Hold on. No apology necessary. It's all good. But Rich, like this, this I'm, is I'm this podcast, so perfect like in terms of creating an account that, where we, we can track that and be able to create a matching, you know, a matching process, like outside of the profit sharing element of it. And I was thinking about the Nelson National Memorial. Love you, buddy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Sorry about that, guys. Ah, no apology necessary. It's all good. Yeah. And, and so, John, what, what else should we know about charitable impact that we haven't asked you about yet? We've covered, we've covered a lot of you know, practical ground, right? I mean, I hope it's really clear that we're here to you know, work for the donor. So what we've really focused on building and what's obvious if you go to the website or what should be obvious that you can start this account and that the account is for you or your corporation and whatever you're signing up, you know, as right. But we, we do other things too, meaning like, to, but again, all focused on helping the donor. So we have, you know, a dedicated, dedicated team of, of people that we refer to as 
philanthropic advisors, you know, and that sounds sort of high pollutant, you know, for donor coach, right? But these are people who are passionate and knowledgeable about charitable giving the way I am myself. I consider myself a philanthropic advisor, you know, part philanthropic advisor, part charity banker. That's, that's my job description. Um, but these are people who are you know, dedicated towards, you know, helping the customer navigate the sector, right? So, so it, you don't need to have all the answers. And in fact, if you do, you're probably not hard, thinking hard enough, That's right? It. There's lots of things that are charitable law that people don't recognize. You know, here, for example, Canada's, you know, played in the World Cup of Soccer. Did you know you could give money to Soccer Canada to, to help advance soccer in this country, right? You know, and, and if hockey's your thing, there's a what's called an RCAAA, Registered Canadian Amateur Athletic Association for hockey too, right? So these are qualified donees. These are things Canadians can give to do. Did you know, as you know, I pay too many parking tickets in Vancouver, which is where I'm from, but did you know you can give money to your municipality? What? Right? And, you know, and it, and it can be, a, if you do it voluntarily, you know, it's a, it's a text, it's a, it's a donation, right? So every university, anything to do with education is charitable. Anything to do with relieving poverty is charitable. Anything to do with advancing religion is charitable, right? So the prob art environment. So the probability that a listener to this episode cares about creating change for something that's not charitable at law is very low. Mm. So the pro problem is, and why we build the platform, but then also why we provide, you know, human support is because navigating that and knowing what's out there isn't as simple as it should be. Now, part of why it's not simple, let's just talk about a problem in Canada and around the world is that there's really nowhere to go to learn about giving, right? You know, do we expect engineers to come out of, you know, our schools in Canada if we don't teach math? No, right? So why do we expect sort of, you know, people who know how to act strategically on their generosity to come out of schools. I mean, we really shouldn't expect that, right? So in Canada, we don't have a problem with generosity. The problem is in how do we translate our generosity into strategic use of, uses of our time and talent and treasure that we feel really good about so that we keep doing it through life and make giving a part of our lifestyle. So that's a bit of a hidden mission for charitable impact. It's not hidden. I mean, here I am talking about it. What I mean is that the, below the, ration, the rationale for the tool is solving problems that donors have. And secondly, it's creating a mechanism to develop and grow donors, you know, because you can't just fish out of the pond all day long and not replenish, you know, not replenish the stock. Totally. Yeah. That the, is the so result good. is more, more giving potential and an increased uh, mindset awareness, which is like, which increases the giving potential, then more mind mindset awareness and then more people, which increases giving potential. And it's a, it's a cascade effect of it's a, it's an impact that continues impactful nature on an ongoing basis. So. So we invite, you know, any listener and all Canadians, you know, could to check out the platform for themselves, but we also invite people to think about volunteering in a new way, because with a platform like charitable impact, you can start to become something like what we might refer to as an impact ambassador, right? Someone who helps their family or helps the corporation or helps the book club or helps, you know, the youth group in the church to, to, to develop and practice stewardship, to develop and practice their generosity, right? So where, where there's people who are opinionated on and thoughtful and passionate about charitable giving, 
one of the things I really want to encourage those types of Canadians to think about is how you can help nurture and develop donors around you. And what I want to encourage in that, just like with financial literacy, you're, you're not trying to tell them where to give their money. You're trying to nurture their literacy on, you know, how to approach giving money away to, you know, to, 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 to find as much joy and impact in it as possible, right? Everyone's going to make mistakes. I mean, even the best donors in the world give to organizations that don't, you know, solve the world's problems. Right. So, 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 so what, the other, so that last part is just this notion of when you have an, an objective tool platform, like, like a, like a charity bank, you can start to layer learning and development on top of it both programmatically, like charitable allowance programs in schools, something that we've piloted at Charitable Impact, but also then take knowledge and passion out of community, you know, where it exists currently and give a voice to those people to start like mentoring youth or employers or soccer coaches on how they can start creating a culture of giving in and around what they're already doing. So, you know, take charity to community and embed it inside instead of just always fundraising from community towards charities. It's a, it's a different mindset. It's a different approach. And I think both are needed, but there hasn't been a vehicle or a tool to allow people to sort of nurture and develop generosity in a, in, in, in a way that's really important to, to the individual where they can speak their own voice of giving, right? Because it's sort of largely been all fundraising driven right? Here's the one charity I represent. Here's why you should give to it. Are you in yes or no? There you have it. Charitable impact. We've been impacted today. It'd be cool to see the, you know, the platform, a platform like this, be able to even help on a very local level, like with, with the local school, as an example, there's a lot of parent advisory councils, the pack where they're raising things for things needed in a specific school. I think that's a little bit of a small potatoes item that doesn't quite hit the registered charity level to to rank on the charitable impact site but you know it'd be interesting to see how this this construct that you've built could also be you know i i make it sound easy but drop shift into even you know smaller increments of that nature you know maybe one day in the future which is really cool but john absolutely love what you're up to it's it's been phenomenal and you know as we as we reflect on everything that we've learned from you today everything that you've been up to and what you've been doing and all the successes that you had, you have a very, for anyone that's on the YouTube, you'll recognize that there's a very colorful background behind John. If you're listening to the audio version, you won't see that, but it almost looks like a superhero scene. Now, John, you may not walk around charitable impact offices with a cape flowing behind you, but our question is, all you know, you, you may not know that you're a superhero, but clearly with $1.1 billion donated through Canadian environments on your platform, the platform that you've built and designed, the vision that you've had for it, you absolutely are showing up as a hero, at least in this country. And, and I can only imagine what charitable impact will begin to become as it begins to expand its reach. Our question for you is who would you most like to be a hero to? Wow. You know, first of all, let me say, I don't think of myself at all as a hero, but thank you for saying that. That's, that's, it's very humbling even to hear that. What I do is I apply my knowledge, which, and I know a ton about charity, right? Weird. There's a lot of things I don't know about, right? And uh, I know quite a bit about, you know, finance and, and accounting, sort of, you know, the basics of economy and stuff. And I apply all of that, all of my energy 
into, into helping people, you know, become better donors, right? So building that, so that's what, that's what I'm doing with my time. So I don't think of that as heroic. If other people perceive that to be heroic, you know, thank you. And that's, that's, that, that's awesome. It, the person, I, I don't aspire to be a hero either. I should, I, I should say, I just aspire to go to work and, and, and get stuff done and, and have fun doing it. But if I had to position myself as a, as a, to whom do I, you know, who am I hero for? I want to be a hero for the average Canadian the, who, who, who sort of thanks to charitable impact, right? It's not necessarily thanks to John Bromley, but thanks to charitable impact started to fall in love with giving and made it a part of their lifestyle, right? That doesn't mean you have to take all of your inheritance and give it away. It means take some portion of your time and your talents and, and, and your money and start dedicating it towards the change that you want to see in the world and do that over time. And what the change you want to see, you can change over time. So the people I want to be a, a hero to, and that I want charitable impact to be, to, to serve is the average Canadian who knows that they want to create change in the world, but doesn't quite know how to do it or does know how to do it and wants better tools and support to, to make it easier for them along the way. And that's who we're here to work for. In other words, we're here to work for you guys. We're here to work for your team members. We're here to work for your, 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 your listeners right? And any of these people who are even thinking about wanting to create change should reach out to Charitable Impacts. Talk to us. You don't just have to go through the web. We work for you regardless of how much money you give away, regardless of what causes you, you care about and what charities you end up choosing. There you have it, Charitable Impact. And as, as John said, just head on over or reach out and connect and, and talk to them. And uh, John, you've given a lot to our listeners and viewers today. And it's just been an absolute pleasure having you. And we're definitely going to have you back because we're going to get this all set up for Ascendant Financial, our team members in what we do, and also for, for the Low Family Foundation of Giving. We're, we're definitely going to connect with you further on that. And for all of our viewers and listeners, in particular, if you're on the YouTubes, you're going to see this playlist that just showed up. Click through the next video so that you continue your journey of learning and uh, thank you sincerely for tuning in and for people who are listening on the podcasts um, we appreciate you uh, consuming our content and all your wonderful feedback and we hope that this episode in particular serves as inspiration we talk all the time about how to improve or expand your wealth and how to bring and and create more abundance for your family your businesses what whatever that may be for you this is really an opportunity to give. And I'm not talking about giving back because you didn't take anything. I'm talking about just being a giver and uh, really feeling the, the gratitude and the joy and the fulfillment that that creates. And so, John, absolute pleasure. And all our viewers and listeners, make the rest of your week outstanding. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, where your wealth matters. Be sure to check out our social media channels for more great content. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and be sure to rate the show. We definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you care about. Join us on the next episode where we continue to uncover the financial tools, strategies, and the mindsets that maximize your wealth.